Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast and PestControlMarketing.live the only live streaming internet TV show totally dedicated to helping PCOs and WCOs get more new customers, make more money, and grow their businesses. And I'm here, as usual, with my sidekick, uh, my partner in crime, uh, my very best friend, uh, business partner for over 40 years, the one and only ever-vescent, ever-present, and always pleasant, Mike Stewart. What? What a description. Well, you know, this is a special episode. Uh, we've both had a challenging 2023, to say the least. And for us to be back smiling and feeling good uh, is a blessing. And it's, it's, a, it's a sign to me that we need to keep doing what we're doing. We want to keep helping those businesses out there that have questions about what it takes to grow and, and uh expand their business. And that's every, that's what we focus on is what you need to do uh, in the online and offline world to grow your business. So, and if you uh, don't want it to grow, just keep doing the same thing you're doing now and it, and it'll stay right where it is. You know, that, that, that gets me. I actually talked to a guy yesterday. He said, I have all the business I can handle. And I just said, why would you say that? Why don't you say, how can I handle more business? What do I need to learn to handle more business? Why would you say, I don't want to make any more money? Uh, that, that is just, I've heard that. In fact, I remember in 2008 how uh, a guy I was working with says, I, I don't want to do anything marketing-wise because I can't handle all the business I got. And it was a real estate-based business. The crash happened and he went bankrupt. You know, what if he had marketed when he had money he yep. might have survived the bankruptcy. Suit. So don't, if you ever catch yourself saying, I don't want any more business, really evaluate that. All right. Well, what do you want to talk about? Today? Right in, Mike. It's like you were reading my mind. It fits right in with what I want to talk about today. Oh, you go for and, it. And that is why people continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, expect or hope for or pray for or wait for or you know for a different result and the reason is because we are in what uh, napoleon hill calls uh hypnotic rhythms hypnotic rhythms <clears throat> a hypnotic rhythm is is basically a habit that you get into and you continue to to uh follow or perform that habit over and over and over again without thinking about it. It's just, it's subconscious. It's automatic. Uh, an example would be uh, when you get up in the morning, I don't care who you are, where you live, how old you are. When you, when you wake up in the morning, generally you, you get up at about the same time and you go through a series of rituals every morning, generally get up, you know, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, 
or, or whatever you do, whatever your route. Some people get up, they go get a cup of coffee first. They sit down, they watch the news. And then they get up and they go brush their teeth and they take a bath or a shower. But, but whatever you do, whatever rhythm you are in, you do it that same way over and over every day. You don't think about it. It just happens automatically. And that's, that's known as a hypnotic rhythm. Uh, and it's very difficult for most people to break out of hypnotic rhythms, Mike, uh, because in order to break a hypnotic rhythm, you have to create a new habit. You have to quit doing things the way you're doing them now, and you have to do it another way. This is very difficult for people because it represents change, and change, uh, we're, we're controlled by our subconscious. That's what actually controls us. If, you know, if we were an automobile, uh, if, if you were, if you, you would be the driver, but your subconscious mind would be the engine and the drivetrain and the, and the oh, we're, you just got a hold of the steering wheel. So, uh, changing the way you do things might mean running off the road or taking a different road or a different route. So we don't like to do that because change to the subconscious mind represents a threat and we don't uh, like threats. You know, in your eating habits, your sleeping habits, your exercise habits, it's all uh, controlled by hypnotic rhythms. And, uh, this comes up with my clients all the time or when I'm speaking with a prospect who goes through my one hour uh, free coaching class. It, it, they, they love what they hear. They just think it's great. But if I don't hear back from them, it's usually because they realize they're going to have to make some changes. They're going to have to make some changes in their life and in the way they do things in order to bring about change in their business. See, change just doesn't happen. You have to force change. Sometimes circumstances will force the change for you. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, uh, when you have to choose to change, that's really tough. Uh, and I'm going to give you an example of a pest control operator I spoke with <clears throat> This has probably been 20 years ago when I really first started seriously coaching other PCOs. And I was on a committee uh, with the Georgia Pest Control Association. And this guy was on the committee and we became friends. He was a one-man operator. And uh, he said, uh, you know, my wife's just trying to talk me into throwing in the towel and quitting. He said, I've been doing this for two years and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not growing. I'm not making any money. And uh, so we had just a, sh a short, brief conversation. And I asked him a few questions and I, I keyed in immediately. This guy didn't have a clue about how to market his business. He, he was a great guy, but he just didn't know how to get new customers, how to make the phone ring, how to sign up new people. So at the time, I was in the process of do, getting ready to do the first all-day workshop that I ever did, uh, and it was hosted by uh, a chemical company, their office here in Atlanta. They let me come in and use their training room, and uh, I invited a lot of PCOs, and uh, 
I charged $997 to come to the workshop that day. Uh, with the guarantee, as I always do, that at the end of the day, if you didn't think you got your money's worth and you weren't 100% happy, then just tell me and I'll give you your money back. No problem. So I told this guy, the, the uh, workshop was coming up in, in a couple of weeks. And I said, man, you need to come to my workshop. I said, if you would come to my workshop, it would answer all of your questions. I said, you would leave that workshop knowing exactly how to grow your business quickly and make more money and make your wife happy. It would solve all your problems. I said, just come to the workshop. He said, oh, that sounds great. He said, how much is it? And I said, well, it's $997. He said, oh, God, there's no way I could afford that. I just can't afford $997. I said, well, you know what? The position you're in right now and from what you've told me and your wife putting pressure on you and everything else, I said, you can't afford not to come to the workshop because I, I, you can get the answers right there and uh, it will save you years and years of learning on your own. He said, well, I just can't come to it. He said, uh, no, he, he said, well, I'll think about it. He said, I'll think about it. I said, okay, well, let me know in a couple of, couple of days because I'm having 12 people. I'm only going to have a maximum of 12 people in there. And uh, I hope to close it out real quick. So I called him uh, in a few days and he said, I just can't. I'd love to come to it, and I know it would help me. I know it would just be great for me, but I just can't afford it. I said, well, okay, all right. So I came home. Uh, I I came off of that call, and I thought about it. I thought about it that night, all night long, in the middle of the night, thinking about that guy. And I thought, you know, this would change his life, and and I'm going to just get him in there, whatever I have to do. So I called him a couple of days later. I said, listen. I want you to come to the workshop and I'm inviting you as my guest to come to it free. It's not going to cost you a penny to come to it. And I said, you know, if you get rich and you grow your business and you're, you, you're wealthy someday, you might say, you know, I'm going to pay Hal that $997. And I said, that would be great. But I said, if I never get it, that's okay too. I'm not expecting you to pay me. I just want you to come as my guest. He said, you'd do that for me? And I said, I would do it for you. I said, don't tell anybody else that I'm doing it, but I would do it for you. He said, wow, that's awesome. He said, well, let me think about it. And I, I just, I was speechless. I said, think about it. Well, what's there to think about? You, you already have admitted yourself that this would be so great for you and how bad you want to come to it, but you said you couldn't come to it because you can't afford it, and I'm offering it to you free, and you have to think about it. And so I checked with him a couple of days later, and I said, you know, I got to know where you're coming to the thing. He said, you know how... I'd really like to, but I'm not going to be able to make it this time. Maybe next time I can make it, but I, I just, I'm just not going to be able to work it out to be there, but I really appreciate it. I said, okay. So I hung up from that call, not understanding why he didn't come to the workshop. And not long after that, I was reading, re reading some, uh, 
show up on Napoleon Hill, and it might have been in Think and Grow Rich, but it might have been in another one of his books where it came across where he described hypnotic rhythms. And I thought a little light bulb came on. I said, that's that was that guy's problem. He was in a hypnotic rhythm. He was afraid to come to the workshop. He was afraid to come to it because he was afraid he would have to step out from his rhythm and change the way he does things uh, and change the way he goes about his business. And he's afraid to do that. So his subconscious mind is hammering him to death uh, not to come to the workshop. And the subconscious mind was successful. So I run into this over and over and over again, Mike, uh, with my clients, with prospects, and just, I mean, with the people that I go, that I hunt with and fish with and people that I play music with. And it's like, man, you, you get what you see, but to get them to change the way they do thing, do anything, especially if you suggest that they change it, it's like they just bow up and uh, they're in, in afflicted with hypnotic rhythms that they can't break out of. Uh, and it's it's tough. They, they say that you have to force yourself to do something different and you have to do it for about 30 days, exactly that same way. And after 30 days, it usually becomes a habit with most people. Now you're in a new hypnotic rhythm. But, uh, uh, and I see it on the golf course all the time. I played golf in a, a pest control golf tournament a few years ago, and there was a guy in my foursome who was just hooking the ball. He had a vicious hook. And I don't know how many golf balls he lost in the first nine holes. And one of the worst hooks I've ever seen. And I used to have a hook, and I, I hired a golf coach, and he taught me a little simple trick of just rotating my right wrist over about 15% to the counterclockwise. And what that did was when I swung the club, it rotated the club back in the opposite direction. So when I did it, it hit the ball went straight, but it felt really uncomfortable to do it. But uh, I just forced myself to do it. I went to the practice range and I forced myself to do it until it became comfortable. All of a sudden it was comfortable and that's the way I gripped the club now. So this guy, was complaining about it and complaining about it. And I very hesitant to offer anybody advice on the golf course and uh, generally don't like for them to offer me advice. And so you're out there to play the game. And, but anyway, I said, you know, I used to have the same problem you had. I know how frustrated you are. He said, really? He said, what did you do? You're hit, you're hitting the ball straight. He said, what did you do? I said, well, if you really want to know, I'll tell you. He said, yeah, tell me what you, I said, okay set up on the ball. So he did. He went over there and he put his golf ball on the tee and he got ready to hit it. And then I said, now take your your right hand and just rotate it to the left about 15 degrees. And he rotated it to the left. And uh, I said, now don't do anything else. Just hit the ball. And he swung and he hit the ball and it went straight. He said, wow. He said, that's amazing. I said, yeah. He said, that feels real uncomfortable to do it that way. I said, I know it does. It feels really uncomfortable. But if you do it a thousand times, then all of a sudden it'll be comfortable. And, and, and the next hole we came to, 
he took his old grip and he hooked the ball over into a lake and started cussing again. And I just shook my head. I, I said, yep, got to rotate that grip. He said, oh, he said, it feels real uncomfortable to do it that way. So go figure, go figure. Uh, he wouldn't change the way he gripped that thing because it felt uncomfortable, although it solved his problem. And he agreed that it solved his problem. He wanted to stay in his comfort zone. Staying in his comfort zone was more important than solving his problem because of his subconscious mind, his Elmo, I call it. Uh, and Mike, I'm sure that you have hypnotic rhythms that plague you too. If you don't, you're not human. Why don't you share something with us? Well, you know, that's human nature to resist change. That's just how, you know, I don't know where uh, historically where that comes from, but you know, nobody wants to change. Uh, when habits are formed, it's hard to break them. Uh, but when you are, can identify problems and somebody has the solutions and you refuse to do it, then don't be surprised when you get the results that come from not willing to change. You know, um, there are things that, uh, um, you, you know, every, it's amazing how many people I meet and they call investing in yourself and working on your business and not in your business a cost. And it's not a cost. It's an investment. And what it is, is you want to get somebody you trust to guide you to do the things you're not doing. And, um, you know, once again, uh, there's a lot of people that could, could grow their businesses. There's a lot, a lot of people that could do a lot of positive things if they're willing to get past that fear of change. And that's what this is all about. Fear of change. Uh, you, you've done something, you know, that's, if I hear one more time, that's the way we've always done things. Um, you know, that you're, you're just saying, I am a believer in never changing. And, uh, and I see that in all kinds of industries and every once in a while, an outlier or a, or a disruptor will do something. And, and the people goes, how did he do that? Well, he was willing to do something that nobody else was willing to do before. And, um, you know, he based it on principles, um, that, he believed in what he was doing and he, he got it, you know, marketing allowed him to get it to the world. And then the world makes a decision whether they like it or not. And, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's like here in the music industry. I know a lot about that. We used to get our music on physical products, uh, uh, vinyl and CDs and cassettes and eight tracks. That's how music was sold. Uh, when you and I were teenagers and young people, but young people today don't even know what an eight track is because they still love music and they love new music, but how they acquire it and how it's made, how it makes money today has completely changed. And there's a lot of people still in decision-making uh, worlds that just rather than trying to knuckle down and change and learn what they need to do, they'd rather complain and blame. So if you're a complainer and you're a blamer, you're going to get exactly what you asked for. You're um, going to be that person that someday says, I don't want any more business. I can't yeah. handle any more business because you know why? Because you don't want to hire an employee. You don't want to invest in somebody to take the load off and go out there and start making you money as you pay them. And you don't want to, 
invest in an office and another vehicle and uh, upgrade your computer system and a new website. You, you don't want to invest in that. So you got all the business you can handle. And that's all the money you're ever going to make. So, uh, well, you know, it's funny how that gentleman who remains nameless was offered something worth a thousand dollars and his hypnotic rhythms made him make the decision that he didn't want to do it. Uh, so don't let that be you, you know, Hal is offering an hour of his time to see if y'all are a good fit, make recommendations by evaluating what you have. You know, I, I was, I was looking at a roofing. I went to a networking meeting yesterday, which I learned from you, Hal. And, uh, and I love going out and networking and make, making new relationships. It's all about building a referral network. And there's a roofing company in town that's a possible prospect for some of the things I'm doing. And you're not going to believe this. Five locations and only five Google reviews. You know, you know, that's insane. But they don't know what they don't know, you know. And, and, uh, and so what I'm saying is, is um, you just have to build that relationship of trust. So how do we build a relationship of trust? We do this podcast. We invite you. Go back. There's over 140 podcasts uh, in our library um, with all kinds of subjects. Go back and listen to all of them. Better yet, Hal is willing to give you an hour of his time if you just call him. And his phone number is 770-993-0004. And he will book an hour with you, and you'll see what it's like to work with him. And you know what? Even if you don't do the business, he's willing to take the gamble that you're going to be so blown away that it makes sense to do business. But even if you don't, there's no legal obligation. There's no contract. Give Hal a call and do the hour with him. 770-993-004. And of course, I do the same thing. Um, I love talking to people and, and going through what I call the local big three. Most businesses never do the local big three. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the local big three is. You need to call me and set up an hour and let me show you one-on-one -on -one what the local big three can do for your businesses. Uh, some of our clients have doubled and tripled their business um, by creating more leads in the offline world and in the online world. And mine is the online world. My phone number is 770-826-3662. You can go to any of our websites and find the phone numbers. Uh, you can back this podcast up again and listen to it. But 770-826-3662. This was a good one, Hal. Uh, you got any closing remarks before we close it out? No, just uh, I appreciate folks listening. If you're watching or listening to this podcast, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, I just spoke with two guys the day before yesterday, Mike, that uh, – they're joint owners in a small pest control company and they call me up and they uh, are taking advantage of my free hour. And I, I think they're going to take advantage of your free hour. And, uh, you know, I said, how'd you hear about us? And one of them said, well, I've been listening to your podcast. So then I told my partner about it and he went and listened to a few episodes and he agreed that we need to call you guys. So there you go. That's uh it it lets and after, and it, it just lets me know that we're helping people and that's what's all what it's all about you know i'm a big believer in uh 
what goes around comes around. Well, I can tell you this. We've had challenges, and I'm not going to get into the details, but Hal and I have had some challenges this year, 2023, which made us, uh, the podcast got put to the side. But we both feel better, uh, and we're both positive that from here on out, we got a lot to uh, contribute. So we're going to try to be more consistent with new shows and maybe cover some unique and interesting things that you need to be aware of. But uh, one of the things I've got up on the screen right now for those that are watching is uh, go to how to grow. This is free information, how to grow a pest control business.com. You can uh, download that book absolutely free. And between our book and our podcast, there, those are no obligation, 100% free ways to improve your business and get to know us better. Now, is it everything? Absolutely not. But is it a lot? You better believe it. So how to grow a pest control business. How I've enjoyed getting started back up with our podcast. And unless you've got anything else to say, I'm going to say, see you next time. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004